Oh my god. Girl, how do you thread this machine? What do you want? Let me help you. Thread the machine. So Thank you. One. I know. Two. two. Thank you. Three. Thank you. Four. Oh, she's teaching me how to count now, too. Miss Fierce Delicious, she's like, your little sister, you can't stand her, but you gotta love her. And then thread it. Lick it and put it in the hole. Is that what Halal did to you? Bitch. You're on your own, bitch. Lady Boom Boom. Wait. Can you help me thread the bottom? I threaded the bottom, but I don't know how to put it in the machine. Can you help me, please? I love you. Miss Fierce Delicious. She's so sweet, so young, and ready to learn. But I don't think that Drag Race is the place to learn how to sew your first garment. Lady Boom Boom! Bombay! Ermagerd! It's Canada's Drag Race, and a queen doesn't know how to sew! Oh my gerd! Oh my gerd! That's her mother. Oh my gerd. <laughs> Abby, um, oh my gerd. Abby, oh my gerd. Oh, Abby, oh my gerd. You know, that's the like All Stars 1 team that I want. Abby, oh my gerd. International All Stars. Teams edition. Abby Ermagerd. Abby Ermagerd. Yeah, I mean, can you believe it? After all these seasons and all these franchises, there's still a couple of queens that don't know a bobbin from a spindle. Oh, my God. Bobbing around. Yeah, spindling around. (laughs) Spinderella. That's a famous drag queen. Spinderella. Yeah, Yeah. Spinderella. I thought she was just a DJ. Or is she a drag queen, too? I think she's a drag queen. Oh, because I just remember from the Salt and Pepper song. And oh, Salt Pepper Shoop. Yeah, Spinderella <laughs> hit it up one time. I mean, hello. Salt and Pepper Shoop. Yeah. <laughs> and I shoop, um, shoop, shoop. <laughs> shoop, shoop, shoop. Uh, very funny. Uh, it's very funny. I miss First Delicious. Mary, I think it's important that we start talking about Mir- First Delicious now. So I get think used Mir- to saying her name. <laughs> yes, exactly. Miss First Delicious. Miss uh, F. <laughs> yes, First Delicious Def. Um, she... I don't care if a queen doesn't know how to sew. Was it kind of a interesting move to have that be the first episode? I don't know. I kind of feel like it's great to get this challenge out of the way. I feel like there's another season that did this where you get this challenge out of the way, send the queen home that really can't sew very well. In this case, she got to stay. Well, this is like, and, in, and, and I could say this about a lot about this episode, so this applies in general, is that, this is old school drag race. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is season two, season three drag race in a lot of ways. And I say yeah. that as a plus. Like, right. I, I agree. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying that element. But it and it's also season eight of Project Runway, you know. And so it's two mm. things that I'm kind of missing on drag oh, race or reality yeah. television these days of like. I mean, it's literally, I think, the first challenge from Project Runway Season 8 where they have to take something from their suitcase and turn it into a look. Uh, so a little bit different, but um, but the same idea. And I think um, that, like, the simplicity of that was so fun. Of like, oh, yeah, it's just what you're wearing now, turn it into yeah. a look. And, Off your backs, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I kind of... I would have gagged if, like, one of them had a J-Lo dress. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. Well, I think that was, I mean, thank God. I think and a lot of them really leaned on that fabric wall, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, many of them leaned on it. They scratched it. They... Yeah. Tore into it. Yeah. yeah they, they you tore it up, Miss Thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Fierce Alicious should have been in the bottom. And I think it was kind of out of pity that she wasn't. I was surprised that Brooklyn gave her the... You know, I don't hate the dress. I'm like, what dress? You know yeah. what I mean? And this is no shade to Miss Fruitsalicious. She had to do a challenge that she couldn't do, 
And as evidence from this clip that the editor showed us, she she was kind of being a bitch the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I I'm sure this is the beginning of a larger narrative with Miss F, Miss Fergalicious. I I feel like you know, or she's gonna crash and burn next week, and that'll be the end of it. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. You know is what I mean? Gonna like, grow from here. You right, know? right. Exactly, exactly. Is she gonna grow from there? Yeah. Like, is, is this she gonna, gonna be... grow from there? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> is this gonna be like a horror on on uh, season two of Drag Race uh-huh. right. UK, where it was like, oh, actually, she does have a heart, or is this gonna be like a Kamora Hall? One of the, whichever Kamora was brave enough to not wear hip pads. <laughs> yeah Kimura Black that, Yeah I think that was Kimura Black Yeah, yeah. I mean all the Kimuras uh, go home pretty early To be honest It could have been any of them Which is wild Oh wait right? no Did Kimura go home early on um, Was it Canada? Yeah Well there was Oh Canada, yeah Yeah She had that amazing The owl lip sync uh, Or the raven yes. lip sync Oh yeah. my god Kimuras <gasps> don't do well on Drag Race Oh my god I love that lip sync I will still stay and by that, that it's was classic brilliant. like Canadian Drag Race chaos. Because that's the uh-huh. thing I I enjoy about Canada's Drag Race the most is that there is a level of chaotic joy that I I think has leveled out this episode. But on the plus side, I really feel like it's also found its footing. Well, there's a queen named Chaos now, so well, yeah. So they've really contained it, you know. And she's quite joyful. She's very Dracula, actually. But uh... she is very Dracula. I also get an energy from her that's similar to, and I don't mean that they have the same drag, but there's just a similar way that they're entering um, with Nina Flowers. Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Well, before we get into it, Mary, why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Well, in case they forgot, it's been a while since we've told them, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, eh? Hey, all right, Mary, which, of course, continues to be a podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. And I'm Colin. My name's Johnny. And the reason that we're giving you this old-fashioned intro is because going forward, not today, but next week, going forward, these discussions will be living on Patreon. So if you want to hear us queen out about the whole episode every week, that will be moving to patreon.com slash allrightmary. Each week on this main feed, you'll get a little bit of a preview of what we might be talking about in case you just want to, like, dip your toe in. Yeah. Clip of the week, you know? Big yeah. Highlight. Clip of the week, act one, we introduce ourselves, we say goodbye. But if you feel like you want to hear us talk about Canada's Drag Race this season, and I feel like we're going to have a lot of fun with it this season. I can already tell from this cast. Ermagerd. Yeah. Ermagerd. Abby Ermagerd. Yeah. The, it the, be chaos. The, the goosey friendship between Vivian and Irma, reason alone to join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash allrightmary, where mm. we will be continuing to cover this all season. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And everybody's going to want to hear me say Jada Shada. Uh, yes. Jada Shada. Jada Shada. And, and however many iterations of Miss Fergalicious, Fiercealicious, uh, Miss F, you know, et cetera and so forth till she goes home that we give her. So, um, and I got another nickname planned already, but we'll get to it when we get to it. We will get to it when we get to it. Mary, Canada's Drag Race Season 3, honestly, big thoughts. This episode was really great. You mentioned it earlier, but I love this Project Runway-esque challenge where they are redesigning a look. I actually like a design challenge for the first episode. I know one of our Marys wrote in and was like, this is kind of cruel, right? It's like, well, get this out of the way. 
when and they're and, not that tired, you know. And they've they've done it for so many seasons that it's kind of like actually this used to be like the standard gauntlet was like start with a design challenge, like start yeah. with can you make a look? And so Right. Right. I and I think especially now that it's an understood thing of like at some point you're going to need to know how to make a look and you can already tell like the skill level that other queens can be showing up to this competition with like mm-hmm. it's on you and, Fergie you know yeah and as seen with this episode you could sew a really cool garment and fucking go home uh I, you know what i mean like, uh, yeah. i could not believe that they sent her home over the other garment that Miss Fiercelicious walked down. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, Miss Fiercelicious, she might turn into, you know, a goose of sorts. I see, like, Georges meets Electrobionic meets Rebecca yep. Glasscock. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's no shade to her. It's just there was a – I mean, they edited her to be a total asshole this episode. So I was like, man, send her home. So I wonder if I'm being told that I wanted her to go home and she saved for the drama that's to ensue or the – Glow up that's to ensue. I don't know. But to the credit, they didn't send the weakest look home. No, they didn't even have the weakest look lip sync. I mean, right, right. you know, I mean, well, and, you know, we will get there. But I, one thing I would say overall that I took away from this episode, um, certainly a feeling I've had with Canada in the past and, and we've talked about is there there can be a crunchiness that especially if you're in the midst of an all-star season or like the high drag of, of España or whatever, where it's like, it really does look like some kind of like step down or step to the left. But I, did I, did, did I feel a bit of crunch in some of these opening entrance looks? Yes. But I got to tell you, because of all of the other smoothed over, highly produced looks that we've had lately, I kind of loved it. I felt like I had like, oh my God, you're like a real drag queen in the room. And Irma Gerd, you mean. Irma Gerd. Irma Gerd. And it was really, I get it, all season, it's going to be Abby Irma Gerd. I... I actually think this is like that time that I tried to do keto for a month. Like what I've been craving is something crunchy. Oh, and you didn't want to do like, what was it? The quinoa peanut butter. <laughs> oh, whatever, bar. whatever. I'm not a squirrel. No, I did not want to do that. I did not want to have millet. I just wanted to have <laughs> crackers. <laughs> I just yeah, you needed, wanted. You needed more muesli. Yeah, I did. I, I just needed. I so I am enjoying the crunch. Uh, you know, and that being said, there were. Uh, that's you know. There's it, not a lot of crunch. There's here, not man. a lot. There was. A, in a, what was strange though is in some of these cases, one or two, the queens looked better in their runways than they did their entrance looks. Oh yeah, I, I, I loved when that happened. Yeah, I thought I like that is. That's what's cool about this type of episode is when the the crunch, if you will, the crunch time, the pressure to be creative is better than, you know, months of planning. I just think that is so cool. And it's like raw talent. Yeah. Yeah. They are, you know, as as the lyric goes, they are dinosaurs surviving the crunch. <laughs> Let's okay. hear it for the drag queens who lunch. <laughs> Everybody rise. Yeah. Yes. Well, they didn't all rise, but a lot of them did. A lot of them really rose this week. You know what I noticed uh, that was crunchy about this production is the lighting in the workroom. Mm-hmm. It very appropriately felt very much like a game show, almost sitcom-y. The lights are just too white. Yes. Them. Yeah. It's a little colder. and it, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it made... 
I don't know. It made some of those scenes feel more staged than I, I it took me out of it. You know, the, the, the yes and of that is that also I feel like on some of these, when these queens are entering, the sound is like, it's almost like one of like the parody recaps on YouTube, like a Lee Dawson or whatever, where like the, the mm. footfalls are being amplified and you're just hearing clack, 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 clack. And then like kind of hollow, like room tone around a queen going, I'm here to represent. I'm fierce. Who wants a cup of this? You know, yeah. and it just, it feels a little, but a lot of that's just production. It's just like the way that other versions of this flood that moment with music and like mm. camera angles, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh, that I, that's part of the aesthetic, I guess, to get used to. Um, I think it was UK when they came back from the pandemic. I noticed that the queens were closer to the camera. And mm. I think that's because, you know, there was no longer a producer in the room and like they didn't adjust properly. Anyway, I wonder if any of this kind of just production is just just a, a sign of. Uh, I don't know, a new direction, new people, who knows. Um, but it was, to me, very cold, kind of like the line readings of Brad and Tracy in Brooklyn when they came in. Yeah, and also, like, Amanda Bugles, are you joining us this season? She's the one I like the most. Yeah, where was Amanda Bugles? Yeah, Amanda Bugles. Isn't she, like, David Cronenberg's daughter or something like that? Who is Dana, David Cronenberg? Who is that woman? David Cronenberg, is a, he's done, like, horror movies. He's, like a, he's a big movie director. Horror movies, like, more, like, prestige, kind of, like, Jeremy Irons, kind of 90s thrillers. Oh, he's Canadian. Yeah, he's, oh. yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah. Oh, Canada can. Yeah, uh, there might be a Bugles connection. Alanis Morissette is Canadian. Um, she is. I don't know. You know, he did. He did direct uh, a history of violence. Yes, he did. He he directed uh, lots of other movies that I have never seen. Did and... he direct Amanda Bruegel through her childhood? That's what we're wondering. <laughs> I don't to know. be the fine, upstanding woman that she is today, who is a shining star on Canada's Drag Race oh, and The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> it says his spouses were. Margaret Hinson in the 70s, and then Carolyn Zeifman, um, who actually passed away. So he is a widower. Oh. Any kids? Yeah. <laughs> yes, three, including Brandon and Caitlin. No Amanda. Uh, no Amanda. He is uh, he's known as the Baron of Blood or the King of Venereal Horror. Oh, my goodness. Um, hot. Yeah, well, that's, you know, I just wanted to set the mood. So there may be no David Cronenberg, Amanda Bugles connection, but where is Amanda? Where is Amanda? All right, Amanda. All right, Amanda. Yeah. Did they say, all right, Amanda, you're too good for us. Tracy, oh, God. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to be too mean, but, like, I, I'm getting Access Hollywood, and I don't want that on Drag Race. I've been getting it every season, and I keep wanting it to... I just want the Nancy O'Dell to drop out and it won't. And I don't know what mm. to do about it. And that's why I like Amanda because she's just like so chill. And yeah. Brad's Brad's Brad. Brad's Oh, pass around party bottom Brad. Pass around party bottom I Brad. I love him. Yeah. I think he is so cute. Yeah. I think Brad Gresky is so cute. And I don't know. I feel like if I was dating him, I would just adore him. He'd be in the kitchen dancing. And I don't he know. Was on the I have comeback. This whole he was on the comeback. Absolutely. He fell in all of the poop. He fell in all the poop. Like that is significant. Like I, I would, I would dance in the kitchen with Brad Gresky just to talk about the comeback. There was during the lip sync, they showed it like two, maybe three times him doing the 
I don't know, the Muppet arm dancing. Yep, yep, yeah, uh, he was he was definitely like Kermit having a great time. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're, I don't know, the youngest uncle at a wedding. Absolutely, he's like on the border of oldest cousin, youngest uncle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. doesn't have a partner nope. yet. You know, nope. it's not for any other reason except, you know, he just he hasn't found that person yet. Yeah, um, oh, I bet God, he drives just... like a Volkswagen Cabrio or something like that or a Golf. I, I I know nothing about cars, but I I I love that for you. Oh, like a, for a you. guy driving a Volkswagen, like a guy who looks like a monkey driving a Volkswagen is like my dream. Good for you. Yeah. So if he's out there, beep beep, arena, I'm right here. He is. Uh, yeah, he's very he's very cute. Uh, I don't know. I feel like at a party, he I could see how he would be in a gay setting, which makes it. It makes him more accessible, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I he, I see how he exists in the gay world. Yeah. Um. Do you want to maybe just give some like first impressions? We don't have to like quote the entrance lines, yeah, but just like let's do. What's it. your first impression down the line? Uh, what are you getting right away? What's mm. jumping out? Anything? In some cases, for us, the first episode, it's like I don't know. Check back to episode three. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I. <sighs> I don't know if I know that we're not supposed to p- compare queens or whatever, but it's too late, baby. I, I, yeah. Uh, I feel like it's it, it's been done on the show enough now where I'm like, we don't mean anything by it. It's just a first impression. We also know how these shows are cast, so for us to just ignore that type of character that we think you might fall into, yeah, or, or even what you're calling towards. I don't know. It's like. Listen, we don't mean anything mean by it. It that's I I'm just trying to express my intention. Um obviously I can't control how people hear it, but Bombay when she came in, I just was getting a Kendall gender energy. All of that all of that disclaimer for I think a totally reasonable takeaway. <laughs> I think there's no it's not like you said, you know, Bombay, oh, I'm just getting like a bag of old garbage. With googly eyes on it. That's what I don't. I don't mean any offense. Just my first impression. She stinks. No, I um, I didn't tell me about the tell me about the Kendall that you're getting. Oh, it was just an energy. I just wrote it down. Uh, I was just okay. like boom, putting this yeah. here. Um, you know that was kind of like when I was uh, writing down my impressions, I would just write down a name sometimes, and sure. that's just what happened. Bombay, I will say, was this was a very strong episode for her. Her coming out in both of her looks. I was like, okay, they're saving her. Yeah, Bombay was, I think she did great in the reality TV side of things. She did mm-hmm. great in the competition side of things. Yes. Kimmy Couture, this is who I will be rooting for until she is sent home. Um, this is Isis is her drag mother, which I think is great. Um, I wrote down Gia Gunn for obvious reasons, right? Uh, and I think she even alluded to a Gia Gunn because she was like, I'm going to do this correctly. <laughs> That that is Gia energy. I am I'm, I'm I think I liked her once. I kind of saw like Kimmy out of drag, like mm-hmm. Kimmy in the workroom. Then yeah. I like was like, oh I oh I like you because I think this was one of the entrances where I could feel the production crunch a little bit. So it yeah. made me kind of feel like, okay, what are they doing here? What are you yeah. doing? What who are you? Okay, but but she grew on me. Yeah. Oh my god, the workroom moment that she had when she was looking at Miss uh, Mosu. Her outfit, she was like, girl, I'm not going to tell you. It's bad. I'm, it's yeah. the first day. <laughs> right. 
competition. Um, no, yeah, she is. Uh, I I'm curious to see what they do with that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I am very excited by Shellazon. Mary Shellazon Larue, Rosie O'Donnell meets Viola Chachki meets Tim Gunn meets Alexis Michelle. <laughs> I'm just ready to give her. Yeah. So I, okay, so I just need to prepare you now. I'm going to be calling her Shelly for the rest of the season. Shelly. Shelly, uh, because she Shelley. is Shelly, your, like, cool older sister. Like, she has mm, such... Oh, my God. Right? She has such yes. cool older sister vibes. I love Shelly. I, and I, when she first walked in with the hoodie strings and all that, I was like, oh, okay. And especially on the second watch and once I, like, once I'd seen the full episode, I was like, oh, the, I... I live. Like, I love Shelly. I just Girl. love Shelly. Girl, I Bitch, live. you know I live. Bitch, you know I live. I'm really enjoying her, and I just did not see it coming. But she's very much like a chilled-out Alexis Michelle sometimes. It's the Canadian voice that, I, that I've been waiting for. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's so north. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. No, I love it. Uh, I'm curious to see what her drag becomes uh or what she is brought right um that i'm interested in i don't know if i always loved what she created this episode this might almost be like an incredibly early nominee for pizza queen because i hear what you're saying like i didn't always like love the looks as like oh that's like oh man i fucking love that but i loved her and so for anyone who needs a little bit of a primer a pizza queen is a queen that we love Regardless of how she does in the challenge or how she looks in the runway, because much like pizza, even when it's not good, it's still pizza, and we love pizza. And mm. so Shelly is kind of a perfect example of like, yeah, did I think that was the best look on the runway? No. Am I just swooning over you right now? Yes. She's not my pizza queen. That was not my experience. I wasn't swooning over Shelly. And I love that we can have different pizza queens. Um, yeah, lay off I my pizza. Feel, I, d- I did feel protective of Shelly when Miss Fierce Delicious was just like coming for her. I was just like, girl, get that fucking energy out of here. Uh, so I kind of like even more became protective over uh, a queen there. My pizza queen was actually next. Jada Shada Hudson is my pizza queen so far. Love, love her. I, I really like her. I think this is another example where it's like, you know, I don't want to compare queens, but Jada Shada Hudson is very much an archetype that they cast on Drag Race often. Oh. You know what I mean? I mean, it's very oh, much she yeah. is the experienced queen who's been around forever, who's the big kind of big mama energy in the room. Um, yes, we've certainly seen other queens who look just like her. If you want to do the, oh, she looks like Oceane, she looks like Latrice. Like, you could go down the line and do that too. But I feel like it's more... I I have seen the like veteran queen who can't sew but like is the heart of the room before and she's always a mm. welcomed addition. Sometimes she doesn't last as long as I want her to. Well, I'm just gonna put my pizza back in the fr- freezer then. So well, I Great. could be wrong. I could be wrong about Jada. I'm just saying, like this was another example of like, oh yeah, yeah this is a type that they've often cast on and and put yeah, the room. one that can't sew but is like a, a seasoned queen, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the adult in the room. Absolutely, yeah. I loved her. I thought she had great energy. I think she's, you know, the glasses. I was obviously I went to our other pizza queen of Deja Sky, Principal Sky. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just kind of where I was. Miss Mosu. 
I just wrote down expensive question mark. I I still don't understand Miss Mosu's uh, entrance, her her drag. I don't. I don't. I, I, yeah, that's all. We'll see. So Mosu, I, I mean, it 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 didn't. I didn't realize it until uh, the end of the episode. But it was like, oh my god, it's another round of who does Ella Vade look like. Oh, interesting. There was, okay. especially in the runway, it was a big L of a day face. Um, I would say in her entrance look, if anyone wants an, an even more like niche reference of what Miss Mosu was serving when she took off this, the wig and she just had like the um, kind of mullety hair underneath, she very much looked like Meryl Streep in the movie Heartburn. Or even oh. a little bit of August Osage County, but definitely Heartburn. Um, <laughs> very similar. And so I... Um, and while we're on the topic of Mosu looking like other queens, there's also a way in which you could compare Mosu's talking heads look of the sweater and the glasses to Monet's talking head look in season 10 with the sweater and the glasses, but a different mm. color scale. Baby's first glasses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Mosu's got like, you know, kindergartner's first glasses, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Giselle Lullaby, you know, this was not her episode. That's all I can say. Um, my impression of her was not much when she came in the workroom. I feel like she's like that guy from 28 Days. Gerhardt, who Alan Tudyk plays, who she oh sees in the, in the store at the end. <laughs> what are you doing here? I feel like the whole time I was like, I'm just getting Gerhardt. And I love it. I, I oh Yes, not her episode, but I am intrigued. I feel like there's also a world where she's one of Kenny's friends from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Day. Yes, absolutely. Like, just kind of, like, stoned in the bedroom while Sue Ellis trying to take a bath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, giving tips on how the Belgian waffles can be made better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I would love that. Uh, well, speaking of birds on the runway, chaos comes in looking like an owl. Um, can I get a hoot hoot? I, I To me, this is... The type of chaos, no pun intended, that I love when somebody work, walks in the workroom. Um, I think chaos is very intriguing. Um, I, I'm curious to see how dr Canada's Drag Race will let chaos be on the runway without critiquing versus kind of what they did with Charity Case on UK. I don't want that to happen to chaos. Yeah, I'll be interested. Again, like big dragula energy, especially out of drag, just the person underneath the drag. It's like, oh, yeah, you feel like a dragula talking head. And um, so I always like to kind of see that bleed over into drag race. And yeah, she was an owl. So that's a good start. I was I think to your point, I was happy to see that she did well this week, though. I feel mm, like me too. in the on stage, I feel like what's her name? Uh, Tracy was like I loved your first look but then when they get to the deliberations I feel like they all agree they do not like the first look so I was like <laughs> owls are very smart do not mislead her yeah no they are very smart um, Miss Fierce Delicious uh, I kind of I talked about George's meets Electrobionic meets Rebecca Glasscock I was getting a lot of Rebecca Glasscock actually because mm. to me there's a lot of insecurities being just covered up by how many TikTok followers she has. Oh, it's just a matter of time till she cries on the, on the runway for real. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's a matter of time or in the workroom. I do feel like in terms of who I'm getting to make a Canadian reference, she reminds me of the sister in Mambo Italiano. 
Okay. 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 There's a bit okay. of a visual uh, similarity there. You know, I mean, I yes, I feel like we've we've talked about her a lot. We were given a very strong impression of her in the workroom. We were given a very strong negative impression of her on the runway. She, you know, was saved. Like all of it feels so deliberate that it's like, mm. okay, there's probably more to the story, but like obviously episode 1, she's not my favorite character. Yeah, and I think that's a gimme when you listen to All Right, Mary. It's like, oh, they're not going to like her. No, they're probably going to like Vivian a little bit more. <laughs> she came in as a fucking couch, and she has Mary, cats. Mary, the, I mean, you know, her aesthetic being old Hollywood glam and big hair, we, we love that. Doesn't she sound like Trixie Mattel? Ooh. I I'm I have to hear it again, but I don't. I think you're probably right. Yes, there's it, there. It's that kind of like heady nasally thing. Yeah, I, I'd have to listen to it again, but I'm sure you're right. I was getting kind of Anita Wiglet meets Geometric with Viv. Mm-hmm. I I liked that she like named Liza Minnelli and Elaine Stritch as influences. I think mm-hmm. there's there's kind of an ear tug of like, oh, you know who they are. Okay, great. And cats, yeah. right? And you're a goose. Yeah. I feel very protective over Vivian, (laughs) especially when she meets her new friend, Irma. (laughs) Oh, my God. Irma Gerd. Let's skip to Irma Gerd. Yes, uh, we'll come back. We'll come back to Boom Boom. This is a Katya-type queen. This is somebody that I feel like you're going to love. She's also from Newfoundland. Uh, Newfoundland? Newfoundland. Um, Newfoundland, um, which is... Where near where Come From Away was? So I wonder if you had mm -hmm. thoughts on that. (laughs) Yeah, she is from Come From Away territory. And so I I hope at some point uh, she she stamps her foot on the floor and goes, Welcome to the rock, because then I'm going to just stop watching completely. Um, I I love Irma Gerd. I feel like she has a very familiar like a nerdy girl, nerdy gay vibe. I have met this kind of gay before. You know what I'm talking about? Like, mm. I, there's a familiarity. I'm like, I feel like I know this energy. It's very positive. It's very likable energy, but there's like almost like a nerdy and like voice. Even I feel like how like gay there's gay voice. There's nerd voice. And then there's gay nerd voice. And I feel like that's what I'm hearing. Um, it's all vaguely Carol Burnett. <laughs> I hear, I feel like Irma Gerd is like a Twitch streamer. Probably, yes. Has that energy. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, there's, um, it's kind of like Nick Swardson's gay little brother. I don't really know Nick Swardson that well. Oh my God, look up Nick Swardson immediately. Okay, well, let's, I'm doing it with one hand because I, I can't resist. Oh, he can't resist. Oh, my, my computer knew if I just put Swa. It's like, you want Nick Swardson? <laughs> oh him wait are you swooning over him i'm not swooning over okay. I, I used to kind of have a little bit of a crush on him yeah um he's he's definitely aged you know he's filled yeah. out so to speak which is not a problem but uh no he it's that energy it's that comedian energy I that see kind it. of like voice this is very i don't know i feel like irma Gerd's queer little brother or, or is the queer little brother of Nick Swartzen? I can That's, I can see I can see the similarity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I think it's just worth noting, like the the idea of like 
you know, especially after a name like Miss Fiercealicious, which I'm sorry, is probably one of the dumbest yeah, names I've ever heard bye. on Drag Race. Heidi and Closet, you are fully redeemed. I've always loved that name, but let anyone... Uh, should anyone ever tell her that she needs to change that name, she should point north to Miss Fergalicious, Fursalicious, 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 yeah. First Out, Fursalicious. I, I, you know, uh, go back to the drawing board. But Irma Gerd, I think, is it so? It's so interesting how like her reference point is a meme. You know what I mean? It's it's uh-huh. like the Goosebumps meme. It's the Goosebumps girl. I mean, that's is that is that the first Irma Gerd? Is the Goosebumps girl? Do you no know what, idea. Do you know what I'm talking about? I I do, and I don't know if that's the first time that that be- that that's when it became a thing. Yeah, I hear uh, Ermagerd, Fancy Feast. Uh, you know, the cat getting excited about Fancy Feast. Is that a thing? Is there a cat that says Ermagerd? Or you? You're, uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, because I've only known it as the girl holding up the goosebumps with the braces. Ermagerd, it's Gersperms it. or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> I love uh, all of that. Maybe I mean, that's all the of first it. One. Maybe. I mean, the point being that the idea of this name is is basically like uh, it, it's a meme. Like she's pulled her name from a meme, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's. A, I love that it's like a a drag reference instead of like I'm fierce couture. Uh, you know what I mean? Like instead right, of all of that, right. it's like what else is there? You know. Like I, I I'm, I'm, Yeah. Well, oh, my gosh. Well, we have to talk about Lady Boom Boom because she is the Boom Boom Gun, honey. She is the Boom Boom. I mean, she is the Boom Boom Gun. Uh, now, come on now. Lady Boom Boom, I, you know, very. She's going to win the season. She's going to win the season. Yeah. I mean, like, really, uh, I feel like is, is someone who's just, yeah. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how she does in, like, comedy and, like, acting challenges. But, like, the reality TV side of things and the fashion side of things and design oh side of things god. incredible that outfit oh my god like the abby oh my god oh my god uh the outfit that she came in that is a great entrance look like it it wasn't much but i could it was just very graphic it was very creative and then obviously her performance this episode no lady boom boom for me out of all of them when they all walked in, I was like, she's going to win. It's either her or Bombay. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to that right now as my first impression. Uh, she gets the first impression rose. It's sure. Like, okay, Lady Boom Boom. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Um, I Yeah, it'll be fun to see if that maintains. But I, there have been other queens. I mean, I feel like, you know, uh, Crystal Versace, where it was like you kind of just knew from the beginning, like, oh, my God. Abby Ermacard, you are going to be one to beat. So, you know. <laughs> Abby Omegard. Abby um, Halal Bay. Halal Bay. Oh, my God. First of all, talk about a hot as fuck pass around party bottom. Like, yes, please sign me up. Where do I where, where do we start? Um, I came here to make conservatives uncomfortable. Love this whole entrance. Um, and I cannot believe they sent her home. I thought she had such big narrator energy. I was like yeah. settling in to see her little that little eye of what is that the little the little eye necklace that she had on. I have one of those. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like it wards off evil spirits. Oh well, um, amulet. Okay, yeah, her little thing she was wearing. But I felt she just had like such narrator energy. I thought like you know she's Bombay's mom, so we had a mom in the room, and she was the trait of the season. Like she was the she's the most attractive one on the, the cast, in, in my opinion. That's just I'm putting that out there. Yeah, I you know what? I feel like I did not evaluate this week who who was giving me the out of drag uh feelsies. So maybe mm. next week I'll have a I'll have a sense. But um there were just so many mullets, I was just very distracted. I will say uh Halal Bay 
her runway look, it was very Mimi, I'm first. I could not unsee Mimi, I'm first. Oh, oh, During sure. During the space challenge. Yes, yes. No, I, yeah, I, I mean... I, it was almost like club kid shoes, the black lipstick. I was like, Oh no, uh-huh. I, I almost think right. if you just didn't have black lipstick, maybe they would have forgiven the rest because like, yeah. Yeah. Was it a lot? Yeah. But at least it was a lot and not nothing like Fergalicious. I know it's fierce. Oh my gosh. But whatever. She did so much. She, she did, did so much. much. It had a, a point of view. It had a connection with the other runway. This I mean, this is also very on brand for Canada that they keep making the wrong decisions. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, I have to come to expect this. Yeah, I have to, like, expect chaos because that's the thing is, like, Canada's Drag Race does joyful chaos. So it's either joyful or chaos or joyful chaos. And so they chose chaos at the end. And I, I, as much as I was like, what? There was a part of it was like, okay. Well, here uh, we go. You're going to keep it interesting? Okay. She goes home, and then we're just like, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, you know, and and I, uh, yeah, I mean, also that's okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Halal Bay, I feel like that storyline will also be missed. Bombay's drag mother, the the whole thing with. Halal and Jada Shada Hudson. I but also, I am getting strong she'll be back in two weeks vibes. Really? I, I, there, there's just too much going on here with this queen. She's got too much to bring to the competition and a reality show to go home this early. I just, you know, and especially, and I know I'm jumping Do ahead. Do you know but, anything, Mary? No, Do I don't know. know I don't know nothing oh. about nobody. But... Especially once we get to that lip sync. You know, I mean, like, Miss Mosu, it was a lip sync on beta blockers, and she stayed. So it's like, something's wow. going on here. <laughs> it was also a terrible lip sync song. God, maybe one of the worst. I think the only one, one that was worst was the internationally distributed one on Drag Race France this week. <laughs> Which... Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Unprecedented. We've <laughs> never seen that before. They couldn't get the worldwide rights. Oh, my God. They probably were so mad about that. But, Man. you know, when you're applying for rights over there, you don't think about getting the worldwide rights. You just want Europe. So uh, I, I'm actually not that surprised, um, but I am surprised. Like, wow. Wow. Somebody has to re-edit that for us. You know what I mean? Like, somebody has to put that up somewhere on YouTube and re-edit the proper song in. Someone in France will it has probably screen recorded it and can like put it on YouTube. I'm sure, you know, like okay, or right, on Reddit. Right, 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 it's right. definitely on Reddit. I'm sure, and so okay. um, it's out there. But yeah, I mean, that was. But yes, that might be the only other lip sync. Also, like Fancy by Reba McIntyre was pretty down in the. Um, that was bad. It's pretty bad. Bad choice. Bad yeah. choice. This one. You know, Halal, I, just, I mean, if we're going to skip to the lip sync, you know, uh, just real quick, we can jump there. Yeah, we'll come, we'll come Halal back. won that lip sync. Well, that's the thing. And the whole time I was like, oh, man, I've been really enjoying, like, Miss Mosu's pained Jillian Anderson face this week. I really want to see it for another week. But, like, goodbye, Mosu. And because uh, and, I was just settling in, like, 20% into lip sync, knowing, like, oh, yeah, they're not going to keep Mosu. She's... Charlie hiding it right now. And oh, oh, she tumbled. Okay. Um, yep. Scarlet takes a tumble. And I th- thought Mary, it was like- oh, speaking of tumbling, sorry. We didn't talk about this on the last uh, 
All-Stars episode, but Jinx tumbled. Jinx fell when she did her cartwheel, and they edited it out. Oh, I think maybe someone sent us something, or I've heard. I, I didn't dig into that, but yes, that that checks out. So she still won the lip sync, even though she fell. That's good. Yes, um, and that, I, that, uh, that yeah. Well, I wonder how Viv feels about about that because she fell two mm. weeks ago and she did not win. I, I I think just given the way that with Fierce Alicious being safe, Mosu winning despite a classic go home lip sync and look and look and look, I was like to still send my little Halal Bay home. Uh, it just screams, guess who's back? You know. Yeah. Guess or who's a back. wasted opportunity. I don't know. Maybe maybe someone will hurt their ankle. You know. I don't want to wish it, but maybe someone will hurt their ankle. I don't wish it. Uh, it happens. You're right. you're it happens. Right. It Could bring my happen. baby back. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Although they have great health care in Canada. They do. Uh, so it's apparently. actually, if you're yeah. going to hurt your ankle, do it up there, you know? <laughs> do it up there. Don't do it down there. Yeah. Get down there. <laughs> Get down Get there. down there. Don't come back up until you have a medical day mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> medical day. Medical day. Um, I. I uh, just going back, kind of some other stray thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, five New York girls, five Toronto queens. Five Toronto queens. I guess that's the variation of it is, you know. Uh, and, and then all three and three of them were in the bottom. Three of them were in the bottom. One of them won. Yeah. Or, uh, one of them was in the top. One of them went home. One of them went home. Jada was in the top. Yeah. Jada was in the yeah. top. Jada was in the but top. then uh, What's Your Snakes? Those things from Montreal. Um, uh, yeah. Lady Boom, Lady Boom Boom. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, one thing I want to note is, or maybe this is a question, especially given uh, you've probably seen a lot of this on Fire Island, but, like, Brooklyn, especially in the workroom, is a white sneaker gay. And she's been a white sneaker gay for a couple seasons now. And I'm trying to understand what the deal is with gays and white sneakers. Mm, it's, oh, man, what makes you think I don't have an interest in fashion? I just don't notice things like this. Like, when you... Basically, Mary's to fill you in. I sent Colin a picture from Drag Tea from Fire Island. And it's basically like a bunch of gays all around in a circle. And there are these, you know, drag queens, quote unquote, competing in the center. Um, And Colin pointed out very quickly, like, what's with all these white sneakers? I had not even noticed it. But I will say this. If you're on a boardwalk, if you're at the beach, you're not going to wear black sneakers. It's a very spe- – I see it in the city. I just figured there'd be more of it, you know, grouped together in the pines, you know, doing a bit of a sip and a bit of a twirl. But, like, it is these, like w- – they're practically chef shoes sometimes. And then, like, tall white socks. And I well, – Well, okay, two things, two things. The tall white socks, they protect from the mosquito bites that will always eat – I mean, I have so many mosquito bites around my ankles and lower feet right now. Um, there's that. There's, it's also a style. I, the white sneakers is also like, you know, you can wear white shoes after uh, Memorial Day marriage, just not after Labor Day. Um, there is that aspect to it. I also think there, you can get away with sneakers if they're bright white at like a beach kind of garden party type of setting. Uh, and, and they're comfortable. It's not like you're wearing sandals. Uh, so they're a little bit more dressy because they're covered, but you don't have to be uncomfortable in, you know, boat shoes standing around uh, and dancing at tea. I don't know. I'm making all of this up because I know nothing about fashion. Well, white sneaker Marys uh, speak out, sneak out, because I just I feel like there there is 
I'm seeing it often and I'm seeing it in the city. And so it, it might not be just the mosquitoes. Mm. Uh, and I'm just, it's kind of like, you know, there, I feel like it, it's like the, um, wearing pants that are like, they stop above the ankle and then wearing a little, little boat shoe. I feel like there's a lot of that too. Um, yes. And it's yes, just like a, a it's just like a trend that I haven't. It's the new gay uniform, right? Yeah, yeah. It used to be, and probably still is in some ways, you know, the tank top with the denim shorts. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I I don't actually have denim shorts anymore. I've moved away from that. But yes, I'm a big believer in the... You're not in your 20s anymore, Mary. (laughs) Neither are you. Uh, And so... Wow! Yeah. Wow. Oh, no, Uh, I'm not. Yeah, and thank God. Yeah. And better for it, you know? Um, And the the world's relieved, you know? But... um, Oh, my God. (laughs) And I guarantee some, you know, 40-something yuppie in the pines is also, you know, stomping around in in (laughs) jorts as well. Well, you know, I feel like... Fire Island Pines and Cherry Grove, for that matter. I can't wait to talk about what I witnessed on Fire Island between the two on the Only Marys episode. Because let me tell you, I did. I will talk about it then. All I'm going to say is Cherry Grove had a lot of straight invaders. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Um, but I will say that, Mary, it's like Peter Pan syndrome. People people kind of not regress, but they, I don't know. They kind of act out when they go out there. There's, there's a, a sense of like giddy childishness that, you know, is either good or bad. So it doesn't, it makes sense to me that people would change their attire to be a little bit younger. Well, we will cover this. This is actually a nice little preview for if you want to hear us go even deeper on this, we will be talking about this on our Only Mary's level on Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash All Right Mary. But why don't we jump back into this episode? Uh, Yeah, they go to a roof, but it's not the roof. Yeah, they go to a roof. They go to a Brooklyn Heights. And um, we get a fashion show, which I, I prefer a fashion show over a photo shoot 11 out of 10 times. Yes, I can definitely agree with that. I will say what you're missing is kind of the RuPaul comedy. Well, I mean, they tried. I, I appreciate. Yeah. Oh, they tried. They, they tried well, to do yeah. like the commentary of like, you oh, know. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I think no, no matter no, what no. they do, you're going to miss the RuPaul commentary. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're yeah. right. Um, no, I, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind a catwalk. Again, I think I talked about this. In uh, one episode, maybe it was uh, a Patreon episode about Drag Race France. I get kind of stressed out when there's ball challenges or lots of looks because it means that I have to have an opinion about it, and I don't really always. I'm just kind of like, that looks great. That looks like a pinata. Oh, cool shapes. Like it's kind of where I go. Or if you get Bombay, you're like, wow, you know. Yeah, well, I think for the, I mean, I didn't, we don't have to go through these looks. I would say Bombay rightfully won. Shelly loves a hoodie string. That was my takeaway. Shelly loves a hoodie string. What did Shelly wear? She had like a oh, black Oh, the bodies, the denim booty shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. denim shorts. That look did not work for me. It did yeah. not work for me. Oh. Um, I, yeah, we don't have to talk about all the looks. Um, Bombay definitely uh, deserve that win like that i was just like that's how to come out the first day mm-hmm. and not that she i don't think she even knew that that was gonna be the first day but like wow um i love that it it was a dress 
that was a coat. You know, I'm easily wowed by that. Um, I also appreciated the dragness of Jada's, you know, just lots of prints, lots of colors. Um, and yeah, Ermacurd uh, was giving me Bosco's Jubilee look from season 14. The, with the yellow jacket, I don't know. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I had to like figure out what a what a jubilee. Yes, jubilee, jubilee, jubilee. I had the action figure. I know who jubilee is. Yeah. Um, of you, do. you were gay. I was gay. Yeah, I couldn't have Barbies, but I did have X Men female action figures. Yeah. Mm. Um. Mm. So you know, I have a couple of highlights from the workroom. You know, we've talked about Brooklyn Heights and white sneakers and all that. I appreciate that similarly when it comes to gay uniforms. I like that Lady Boom Boom wears the old lesbian cabbie hat in the workroom because old lesbians love a cabbie hat. I don't know why, but they love like that kind of flatty roundy like a taxi driver. Cabbie hat. Cabbie hat. Uh, Oh, like a newsboy. A little bit of that, but it's just it's it it's got a real size to it lesbians love a cabbie hat I, old lesbians i don't know what it is and i just i've seen it i associate it i and i love it i remember when i was in gotham volleyball and we were in the pride parade and it was like, so hot and so exhausting and it went on for fucking ever and i was like i just want this to be over and i was so jealous jealous i was so jealous of the old lesbians on the sage bus which is was just one of those nyu trolley cars because they could just like oh. sit during the whole thing and i was like god i just wish i was an old lesbian in a cabbie hat on the sage bus right now and so that's what i think of when i think of these hats okay all right it's very lesbian specific cabbie hats this is a great aesthetic so we have white shoes on, on the pines white mm-hmm. sneaks and then you have lesbian cabbie hats yeah i'm here for it i'm okay. here for uniforms you know are you i went to catholic what about school. tangerine tights tangerine tights I can get in some tangerine tights, but I definitely thank say, you, Katrina. yeah, thank you, Katrina. Thank you, Katrina. <laughs> but uh, black, sh- you know, white shoes and black tights. Uh, <laughs> did you see that the the clip from the pit stop when Kennedy was a guest no. with Trixie and she sings no. this whole song about like white shoes and black tights are not allowed in the church or something like that, and people were bringing it up because Peppermint was or no, not Peppermint, Wintergreen was wearing white shoes with black tights oh. in the last episode. She committed a crime. She committed a crime. The church does not allow black tights and white shoes. So wait, Kennedy was the guest? Kennedy was not not the most recent. She was a guest on The Pit Stop a couple seasons ago with Trixie. Oh, a long time ago. And they were talking about somebody, and she started— And it was, was of course, over Zoom. So it had that Zoomy Kennedy, Kernedy quality. Mm -hmm. And it was her singing a song about black tights and white shoes are not allowed in the church. Okay, see, this is why we need to keep Kennedy and gra- drag queens like Kennedy yeah. on our TV all the time. Yeah, they, this, they, this is what Peppermint, oh, I'm going to keep saying, Wintergreen could have performed on stage instead of the traded gutted me speech if she wanted oh, to. Oh, right. Oh, my yeah. God, that speech. Like, yeah. Where is this going? Yeah. Um, Set you on fire. Mary, uh, I don't have many other thoughts in the workroom. I kind of already talked about them. We Our, our clip of the week was in the workroom. They kind of set up this, like, why is Miss Fergalicious being such an asshole while these people are helping her? Like, what is that about? What is what is she doing there? Is it because she doesn't know how to show gratitude? Or is it just she's making shady jokes and they're not showing the just kidding part of it? You yeah, know? right. Um, the, the only other note I had was just like, I don't think... 
we've seen two indoor kids find each other as quickly as Irma and Vivian. And the bond they created, I'm like, I swear to God, if they have to lip sync against each other, I swear to God. Who was it? Olivia Lux and uh, Utica? Oh, yes. Yes. They were playing on the carpet. Yes. Yes. Irma and Vivian have found the carpet. That's fun. Yes. Oh, that's fun. I'm using a spoon. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is a special yogurt my mom packed. (laughs) That's fun. That's fun. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah. The cast, uh, I think things will shape up and shape out. It really was all about the sewing, who could and who couldn't. I think that's what they were telling us about in the workroom for the most part. Um, Talking a little bit about location, I do hope that Canada this season leans in to more about learning about a Saskatchewan queen, uh, which I can't even say. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan queen. Um, You know, Newfoundland and, you know, the Toronto being very diverse. I want to hear more about that because I think that it's so easy to be like, oh, Canada, accents, poutine, and moose. Well, yeah, and and what they've kind of talked about is that people just think of, like, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, and, like, that's where everything is. And mm-hmm. did you just correct my Montreal? You said Toronto before, and I didn't say no, anything. No, I said, I said uh, oh, Toronto. You're right. Toronto. Toronto. It's, it's Toronto and Montreal. Yeah, well, I'm going to still say Montreal because I say I'm croissant. Just yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm just yeah, I say croissant. Um, but, <laughs> but that there are all of – I mean, it's the exact same thing. Not Maybe not exactly the same, but it's obviously very similar to what we see in the U.S. where it's like there's – Drag queens in Kansas, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, there's drag queens everywhere. And like there's cool drag happening everywhere. And in some cases, um, you know, I feel like a city like Kansas City, for example, has like a big art scene because it's more affordable because you can afford to do your art there and to create there without paying high rents. And so, like, I think what's interesting is people consider these like these cities that are not as prestigious or not as big and also not as expensive of also being not as cultured, but like it stands to reason if you could open a studio for 800 bucks a month versus 3,800 bucks a month, you're going to move to where you can do your art. And so I feel like we're getting an impression of that with these Queens from Newfoundland or from Saskatoon or whatever that like, well, maybe I just don't want to pay like $8,000 a month for a shoebox in Toronto, you know? Mm. Do you know if it's expensive to live in Toronto? I think it's getting very expensive. I know they are like the one thing I do know about Toronto is like the the rate at which they're building new buildings and condos is just like it's insane. So I think there's a huge housing demand right now. Um, But of course, that's also just creating kind of that like homogenized glass and steel tower world, you know. Oh my god! Remember, Mary, when I was gonna move to New London, Uh Ontario, uh huh, and I did like a. I did like a Google walkthrough and I was like, where are the buildings? <laughs> yeah. I mean, New London Mary's. I don't know anything about New London. Uh, I was going to go get my PhD there. And yeah. so the opportunity was I would get my PhD there and, you know, they would employ me and everything. And it, would, it was going to take like two to four years, probably four years. Uh, and yeah, the professor that was recruiting me was just warning me about, you know, the cold and the snow and that it, you know, it's a newer quote unquote city. And I was like, where are the bars? <laughs> mm. And it's not necessarily close to like other cities where it's like, oh, in 45 minutes, you're in Toronto. I feel like it, it was at least an hour. Maybe I think an hour from Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, it was you know, far. 
like you know manhattan feels far from queens sometimes so i can only imagine where it's like yeah, i'm you're not right. getting in the car you know what i mean like especially when it's cold yeah yeah yeah, snow. yeah 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 anyway uh sorry another canadian tangent um, yeah but yeah no shade i've never been there so i'm sure new london is fabulous um and that 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 school is uh, Western is really, really fabulous. So uh, I don't mean to shade it, uh, but there was a chance for me to be near Toronto. I will you say you could have been a new London sliding doors. Yeah. 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 Um, well, uh, bringing us back to Toronto to the runway, I guess we're getting another bird on the runway with Brooke. And, uh, and Monica Schneer. Yeah, the, the rare <laughs> Schneer bird. The rare Schneer bird. Car, car, the Schneer. Uh, oh, Schneer. bitch. How many takes did it take RuPaul to say that in the voiceover? And special guest, Monica Schneer. Oh, I'm going to tell you why it doesn't work. I'm going to tell you why your name yeah. doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. The, yeah. the Schneer is actually, it doesn't work with the air vowel because you want to say I'm share. Yeah, Yeah, I'm share. And and the N is actually kind of a roadblock. Have you considered changing it to Monica share? Schneer, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) Monica Monica Schneer, bitch. Wagon wheel on Tuesday. Schneer. Schnap out of it. (laughs) Yeah, schnap out of it. (laughs) Schnap out of it. (laughs) Ermager. Yeah, schnap out of it. (laughs) Ermager. Schnap out of it. Uh, We're done. done. Um, We're done. Yeah, you know, again, like so many looks, um, I I do love to see what they make. Like, Lady Boom Boom came out, and you're like, oh, you made that? Mm. Okay. Yeah, and I okay. think the extent to which they use their old look or the or how they reference the old look in the new one, you know, I think I, I don't I don't know if they were kind of taking away or adding points to that, but I do feel like more of these than not were like, here I'm going to take like one piece from that look and then create a whole new look, you know. And so Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I mean, Lady Boom Boom, I think there was like references to the to the tracksuit, but it was well, very much its own what, new look. Absolutely. But what I do love is that I could see, you know, there's casual wear. Like, it's a, it's a collection. Lady Boom Boom's collection. Yeah. The Boom Boom collection. And uh, the, the casual wear comes out with all that pink and then one in the stink. And Yay. then the final look, the last look of the collection, you know, this it's one. It's the showstopper. Out. Yeah. Yes. But there is that pink. There is that pink. Yep. No stink. There's her, sign- her signature pink. I can you see know. your pink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you get a pink from there? Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought Chaos did a very good job, especially because it was all glue. Um, and you know, plaid, Vivian Westwood, like it all worked. Um, I, and again, I can't believe Jada Shada made that. You know, like yeah, and she didn't know how to sew, and doesn't know how to sew. I thought, and th- Jada is is the number one example. She looked so much better on this runway than she did in her entrance look. I thought the entrance mm. look was kind of reminding me of the latest runway on France. I was like, whoa, rough night, Jada Shada Hudson. And wow. uh, so this was like such a glow up. And I mean, normally you'd expect the opposite for a queen who doesn't sew um, on the snowing challenge to like you'd expect it to be a, a descent from her entrance look. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Bombay, I mean, it was just the impact of it with that. Oh, that the, huge yeah. tutu dress. It's so all cool. the legs. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, you made that? She should have been in the top. 
Yeah, I, I, as you said, they're they're saving her, I guess, because yeah, she easily could have been in the top. I think um, I was glad to see that Chaos got you know, I, and I liked Chaos is because I saw how much it referenced the first look. I think that right. that did feel more interesting was when you could see the first one and the second one. Miss Bosu came out and I it was like an oh no moment. It was kind of like Derek Berry coming out at the end of that ball where it was like what is going what happened? Yeah. Why did she have the pink sleeves and the gloves? I love gloves. Do not get me wrong, but this I was just like there Oh, what happened, honey? Yeah, honey. Yeah, I it it was I I thought her, you know, her streetwear look was so good. And this, I mean, again, it was, it was it was the look itself, but then it was like the look on her face. She really did look like Jillian yeah. Anderson with like you know hammer toes. You know what I mean? Like just trying to get down the runway. What's interesting is that in the untucked segment, she was like, "I felt amazing." I'm like, "Really? Right? Did you? No shade. I'm sure she's gonna be phenomenal, right? And uh, like." Girl, uh, I I would have expected more of a self awareness of like, yeah, this exactly. is not what I was hoping. For. I tried, I yeah. tried, yeah. So, yeah, um, Shell is on Shelly. Her look, I kind of found the spray paint to be a little messy, and then you look at it closely and you're like, oh, okay, it is a little bit more refined. Uh, but I thought she looked pretty, and it had great hair. I mean, this was again like was the look like perfect, whatever that means. No, but I, I, the the pizza energy of like this cool older sister going to the prom alone and like smoking outside in the parking lot with her friends. Yeah, what's her name? Um, Janine Garofalo. Yeah, like there was some of that, and just I just there's a confidence about her and like a way she carries herself that I I believe the character of like yeah no she wouldn't she would look a little like there would be a roughness around the edges of this character. And so, again, I am being very subjective because of the pizza of it all, but um, I think the the bandana tied in her hair just, like, took me over the edge. That was so... <laughs> I just loved it. I just... Oh, she, I, I just think she's so cool. She Sure, Mary. She is so cool. Um, are you going to follow her on TikTok? I probably. Yeah, I'm going to be her 425,999th follower. I'm going to tip her over the edge. No, I'm going to be one more and get her to 426. Oh, she's a 470. Maybe she lost a few. Maybe some people don't like hoodie strings. I'm going to try to get her back up again. Good for you. Uh, yeah, and then, um, I don't know, Miss Fercilicious really stuck out to me. I just... I was like, oh, she's going to be in the bottom. And I could not believe that she wasn't. The, it wasn't even... I feel like she failed at so many aspects of this challenge, whether she could sew or not, right? Um, she, the incorporation of other things from her look, w- that even had no uh, concept to it. There were just these puffed things mm-hmm. just tacked on and it just didn't go and i was and the wig was awful no offense sorry it's my opinion but this it was half a dress this did not work it it, it was a big family feud red x to me i and i <laughs> thought oh wow this queen is she's definitely going to the bottom she might save herself in the lip sync but like no i felt like the the moral of this episode was like you know, don't underestimate, you know, so-and-so and and don't overestimate, you know, like, you know, walking around all cocky in the workroom, making fun of everybody. And now she's going home. And I thought, calling yourself Miss Fierce Alicious. It's like, yeah, 
and then be in this. And I thought, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Do it. Do it to me, baby. You know? Yeah. And, what are you doing here, Jeff? Yeah. And I thought I was going to get I was just going to get it. And especially when Brad called out the fact that she was using her body and her looks as a distraction in the deliberations. Uh. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I'm so close. And... <laughs> Then they saved her. Edging. Edging. I was edging. I was just, uh. oh, God. And then they just like a big square to catch up on the cupcake. And I was like, well, fuck this. Yeah. Got to throw it out now. Got to throw it out. I can't eat it. All right. Uh, yeah. I, it was, I, again, very pleasantly surprised with this uh, episode. You know, there was kind of one stray note that I wanted to talk about. I don't know. Maybe you'll remember. Did, who did they describe as mother of the bride? Mosu. Mosu. I feel like, I don't know, I, I it was kind of like an epiphany moment, but it's kind of a really weird insult. Yeah, right? It is kind of a weird insult. Right? Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. What did I do? I gave birth to her. Exactly. She's there. She looks great. Shut the fuck up. Right. And I look correct for my age and my body. And uh, even that all aside, it's like, mother of the... Like, what do you... Why what? is that an insult? Yeah. Like, fuck you. Right, fuck right. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I... Exactly. Fuck you, Michael <laughs> Kors. Kors, yeah. Fuck you. It's your fault. You started yeah. this. Don't quote Michael Kors, Brooklyn. Yeah, don't <laughs> quote Michael Kors. <laughs> Um, you know what? I also pizza queen energy Jada crying because she feels so pretty. I'm just oh, like, that was sweet. You better work. You better work, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I was worried. I, I wasn't sure at first if they were going to love it, but I'm glad that she did well. I'm I um, you know, despite the fact that yes, you know, fierce fierce delicious was safe. I almost felt you know when she started like fake crying on the stage, part of me was like, oh, I don't like you. Like, I don't trust you. Like, it was like a, it was a moment, but it was also like, you also could have not said just kidding. I don't, I don't like this. You know what I mean? Mm. I did like that it turned into a dig on Eve, though. So I guess I can't get that mad about it. Eve? Because then somebody called out, come on, Eve, because she was crying. Eve 6000. Oh, Eve 6000. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Speak. Don't. Don't. Don't speak. Speak. Don't speak because she's going to wonder why we're not following her. <laughs> If we're going to talk about her, why haven't we followed her and donated to her GoFundMe? I don't know. <laughs> and I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, well, Mary, I, 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 I got to say, she got Miss Fierce Delicious. She did get a compliment from the beauty queen. And I don't know. I, the makeup was, to me, was not good. Uh, Miss Fierce Delicious didn't do anything well this episode, which I know sounds really shady, but I, I'm just calling it from an editor's standpoint like she didn't they didn't show her doing anything well so i was very surprised that she did not go to the bottom i feel like when she when she made the joke to brooklyn about like oh i'm doing commissions or i'm taking commissions oh, to like make the dress right. i almost feel like that was it it's like well you made us laugh mm, you know okay but i still to me that was not enough certainly to end up with halal bay uh mm-hmm. heading out so um, unless she comes back in two weeks, you know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know wow. nothing, but I this, would like to see it. This was a great episode. Uh, who's your BSA? I, you know, I'm going to give it to Shelly because she, there's just something about her really mm. stuck with me. I mean, I, I could say there's, there's really kind of a, um, 
some roses go to Irma and Vivian because I just love the friendship that's starting there. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to listen to my heart, you know, and I'm going to give it to Shelly this week because I want her to think I'm cool. Okay. Like me. Yeah. Well, I mean, good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. I'm going to give the BSA to Bombay because I think we're going to look back at the season and, and, and watch Bombay's journey and it's going to be like, Oh wow. She was doing a lot. I, I agree. I, I definitely think like I could get that sense from her from the very beginning of like, Oh, I, I just feel like you're going to be with us for a little while. You could even become the narrator. Who knows? I also love her name, especially if that's Halal Bay's daughter. Yeah. Bombay. Oh my God. Like, come on, Mary. Irma Gerd. Irma Gerd. Yeah. Yeah. What would be the other bays? I guess I could be, um, yeah, flambe, flambe, flambe. Yeah, <laughs> Bombay, flambe. Um, there's Tombe, which is a drag king. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, there's Tomboy, Tombe, Tombe. Yeah. There's that. There's oh god, have you heard of this Salt Bay? This awful like, it it's a food thing. It's like a bro steakhouse thing, and it's basically like this chef who like sprinkles salt on your steak and charges you three hundred dollars for it. Oh. Uh, wow. It's uh, terrible. That sounds terrible. I do not want there's, him in the House of Bay. There's Jambe. Like Jambe Juice? Yeah, Jambe Juice or like, I don't know, maybe uh, uh, Jambe. Like I'm thinking like Jambe, uh, the French word Jambe. I don't know. Uh, what other uh, bays are there? Um, yeah, there's uh, Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> oh, yes, Mary. Chesapeake Bay. You. We yeah. still got the bays. The okay. bays, yeah. Hampton Bay. Hampton yeah. Bay, okay. yeah. Right. Um... <laughs> bay of Pigs, that's yeah, the well, party. Well, that's the yeah. party, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if there is not a sex party in San Francisco called Bay of Pigs, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> They're probably too politically correct to do a Bay of Pigs joke for a sex, gay sex party, but um, probably, yeah. probably. What's the bay? Oh my god, there's a bay by um, Florida that has all the Biscayne oil. Biscayne Bay. Now. No, what's the one between Texas and Florida? Oh, the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> oh, it's called the Gulf of Mexico. I'm an idiot. Thanks, Mary. That's a great Thanks, drag Mary. name, Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Please welcome to the stage, Gulf of Mexico. Gulf. Hey, Gulf. Hey, hey golf, golf. <laughs> I think it's a great drag name. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, it's better than Miss Fierce Delicious. Right? Or you could be a drag king, Dolph of Mexico. You know, like Dolph Lundgren. Or Dilf. Or what about Dilf? Dilf? Yeah, yeah. Dilf um, of Mexico. Or Gilf, mm. grandmother I'd, or grandfather I'd like to fuck. Okay, okay. Gilf, Gilf I, of Mexico. Hey, there's, yeah. Who's grandpa, the hottest old man in Mexico? Porn? We're looking for the Gilf of Mexico. Mm, let's find him. Let's find him. Mm. I think it's it's easier if we say grilf, though, right? Gr- I guess. Oh, no, you got to add the R in there. And right? if it's Maybe Mexico, not. we might have to call him abuelo, so then it's all off. Oh, you know? okay. Aelf. Yeah. A- yeah. And then it's Bilf. like, you know, so maybe we need to keep it to, like, hot older men in Louisiana. Still oh, a- Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, some Louisiana glamour. They put in the loose in Louisiana. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Uh, what are the other bays, Mary? Now I just like want to know what this house is going to be like. I don't uh, know. Mississippi Bay is that a bay? Hudson There's, Bay? Okay, there might be a Hudson Bay up here. Bay yeah. of Bengal. Um, uh, <laughs> people are just bays. screaming. They're not even screaming anything. They're just screaming. They just they're just screaming. There is a Halong 
bay, uh, which I think is great. Yeah. How long? Um, how long is it? That's a good drag name. How long is it? How long is it? Um, there, is, I think Chesapeake Bay is the one that tickles the most. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, so Chesapeake Bay, if they ever have a makeover challenge, then maybe that'll be, uh, well, I guess Halal Bay, but it won't be there. But Bombay and Chesapeake Bay. Got it. Okay. Um, well, there is Palm Bay, right? I don't know. You know, I think, what's your BSA? Uh, who's your BSA of the week? Is it a bay? No, my B- my BSA was uh, Bombay. Oh, Bombay. Oh, God, that's what I got started on this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, well, Mary, if, should we end there? I, I, I think we can end there. Is that I feel right? like this is a good test of if we haven't lost you yet, then maybe this is a great time to join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash all right, Mary, for the rest of this season. Excellent. Marys, if you have any thoughts on the premiere episode of Canada season three, you can reach out to us on Instagram at all right, Mary pod. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. You can email us at all right, Mary podcast at gmail.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can hear more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast celebration of best supporting actresses and you can find me on instagram at colin drucker underscore and it's been said before it's worth repeating you can find even more of us on patreon including the rest of this season and uh nuance the all right mary after show with the only mary's level we've been talking about gay movies we're talking about our gay lives so much more so much more at patreon.com slash all right mary gaze of our lives mary what's the last chance of sync well, you know, I have a very heavy metal heart today to say goodbye to Halal Bay. So this week's, uh, I'm sitting on the dock of a bay, and I'm listening to Heavy Metal Heart by Sky Ferreira. Well, Marys, we hope you have a wonderful week. We will see you next time, hopefully, on Patreon for the next episode of Canada. Otherwise, we'll give you the clip of the week next week for free. For free. Uh, and we hope you have a good one. Tatsy. I can feel the heat of